Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. <laughs> we recorded an entire thing. We're going to re-record right long, now. Dude. And it was long. It was long. It was 12 minutes long, I think. At least. And guess what? You I never pushed record. I did. Enough. I tried. But apparently I didn't hit it hard enough. And there you go. It didn't record. But so. I, like I was saying, I think no coincidences. It was for my edification, oh, as far as I know. Because it was really so good. good. It was very helpful. You Seriously. were edified? I was like, oh yeah, that's so good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Praise the Lord. I am edified by you. Contrary to popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what you yourself I have know. said. No, that's not true. I'm built up. Uh, that's good. Exhorted. Exhorted. That's right. <laughs> Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm going to get myself a headdress, cross my arms. Okay. Anyway, so we've been talking about love and obedience, right? Yeah. And so it, it begs, begs a the question. lot of questions, And right? I have to ask this question because it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. No, but the question is, like, how? Yeah. Like, what are, and, and these are commonly called, like, Means of Grace, Spiritual mm. Disciplines, Dave yeah. Mathis, good book, has Habits of Grace. Yeah, yeah. That's all good. All meaning the same thing. Yeah. And it seems like, like, the number one thing the number one means mm. is the word, yeah. the Bible. Absolutely. How does it work as a means of grace to help us grow yeah, spiritually? Certainly. Yeah, and that's what's, that, 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 even that phrase, means of grace, so important, right? Okay. God's grace is always for us. We know that in the gospel. Yeah. But then how do I access that to yeah. change? How do I change <laughs> myself? And it's yeah. so difficult, yeah. right? So I think, the, I think the answer with the Bible okay. is threefold. I think there's three components, three ways that the word of God works in us. Okay. The first one is through conviction, actually. Yeah. Uh, the Bible, the law of Christ, the law of God, convicts me of my failings. Yeah. Uh, the Bible ought, is is designed to bring conviction. Right? Hebrews so, 4.12. Hebrews 4.12, exactly. It, it looks into the innermost part of my heart. It sees my motivations, yeah. and it points at them and says, that's wrong. So like, um, <clears throat> husbands love your wives, do not be embittered against them. If I'm struggling with my wife at that you moment, can't read that in the- <laughs> I read that verse, it's like, boom. <laughs> right? I get this convicting Absolutely. reality. No, no. And conviction isn't just, I'm not doing what this is. Yeah. It's deeper than that, right? That's conviction a great- is actually in the presence of God it isn't just that I've sinned against my wife for example but I've actually sinned against the Lord yeah so true conviction is in the presence of the glory of God yeah, I yeah. am aware of my failings and that we see that like in Isaiah chapter 6 and um, in Luke 5 with Peter yeah some, some event yeah. happens where there's an awareness that they're in the presence of God and these and both those guys they're are like, like whoa mm-hmm. I yeah don't I, I depart from me I'm a sinful man Peter says so yep. that reality is true for us, and we need to feel that conviction, not just that I failed uh, in, in specific commands that I'm supposed to do, but I failed a holy God who rightfully can judge me mm. for my sin. Yeah. So that's the first thing is that's, conviction. Yeah. Okay. Second piece is comfort, actually. So okay. we have the convicting power of the Word of God. Yes. But then the Bible also, through the gospel, then tells doesn't just me, leave us there. Yeah, it doesn't just leave us there in the pain <laughs> and suffering of conviction, which it does. I mean, it hurts, yeah. right? When you know you're guilty, it's yeah, painful. Of course. But then it, it comforts us with Christ, oh. and that is through the through the blood of Jesus that was shed for my sin. Yeah. So the Bible tells me, I mean, and so profoundly, the Bible tells me Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Mm-hmm. So I am, I know I'm a sinner at that point because I've been convicted. I feel that reality right. in the presence of the glory of right. God, and I say, I deserve hell. And yet, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Christ died for my sins. He gave himself up for me. Yeah. He loves me, right? Yeah. I know those things are true, not because I'm just a smart person no, or because no, of no, any no. kind of cerebral, like, attempts I can make, but I know yeah. those things because I s- just read very simply what it says. It's not complex. I just open the Bible and I read it. And as I read it, it tells me, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. <laughs> I am a sinner. Jesus died for my sin. Okay. And I believe that, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so 
the Bible convicts me by faith in the reality of my failings yeah. before a holy God, yeah. but it also comforts me by faith in the reality of God's forgiveness mm. of me through the finished work of Christ. Yeah. And it really just, I, the, which is the most beautiful thing in the world because all of those sins, all those failings, all the, the little corners of my heart, the darkness inside of me that's still there, all of it is cleansed completely. Yeah. And I stand in the presence of God, perfectly holy because of the blood of Christ that pours Amen. over me. Amen. And I and that's the best news in the history of the world. My heart is filled with the Spirit. I'm joyful because, man, I'm forgiven. That's the best. And I know Christ has died for me. Mm. He loves me. And that's what really the Bible is trying to tell me constantly is that yeah. reality. Yeah. So conviction, comfort, those two things okay. are both there. Okay. And what that does in me, as I see the love of Christ for me, what that does is it creates in me. Yeah. A love for him. Yeah. So now I, I love him and I say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll yeah. do. Right? Isaiah yeah. chapter 6 is so beautiful because you have Isaiah coming. He says, oh, Woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Right. I'm disintegrating in the presence <laughs> of a holy God. That an angel comes, takes a coal, touches his mouth, says, Your sins, sins are atoned right. for. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The word for atonement there. Your sins mm-hmm. are atoned for. And then Isaiah says, God says, Who will go for us? And Isaiah's like, like eh, I'll go. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that willingness to do whatever it is that God would have us to do. That's awesome. That sense in the heart where it's like, I want to obey. Yeah. Right? First John 5, 3, his commandments are not burdensome. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Yeah. Right? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. All of those blessings. Now, I, what do I do? I say, I love you, God. What do you want me to do? And where do I find out where he wants me to do? Right in the Bible. Right? I just open the Bible and it yeah. says, husbands, love your wives. Now I'm like, Oof, I want to love my wife. I want to do this well because Christ has loved me. Of course. I want to love my enemies. Like you said in that very helpful video not that long ago, right? I want to love my enemies because God has demonstrated his yeah. love for me. I was an enemy. I was an enemy. Yeah. I want to be merciful. I want to forgive. I yeah. want to be patient, kind, all those Absolutely. things. I want to be joyful. Yeah. All of that stuff is coming out of me now, right? For out, sure. of their, out of your innermost being will flow yep. streams of living water through the power <sighs> nice. of the Spirit. Yeah, nice. that's so good. <laughs> I don't get it. No, but that, yeah, that's yeah. such a lovely truth. It is. It's beautiful. <laughs> so what's coming out of us now is that living water of the Spirit of God who's yeah. dwelling in us, who's reminding us that we, Romans 8, 16, are children of God Amen. are beloved by him and so the word comforts the word I mean the word convicts the word comforts and then it directs me Moves into righteousness mm-hmm. so that's what we do um, yeah that's so good so if someone says I'm reading my Bible yeah I want to grow yeah I'm not growing it's mm-hmm. not helping yeah, it's yeah. not working yeah what's the short answer yeah. to <laughs> yeah, that yeah, for we've sure. talked about this before but it seems very appropriate yeah, in yeah of what you're saying good, right yeah. now yeah. yeah so there's a couple things that we should talk about there. Okay. one is that there's this reality that that when you get up to read in the mornings, you're, you very rarely are you like, yes, yes, yeah. it's 5 a.m., I'm pumped. Yeah. Like, let's read, you know, because you're tired. It's hard. Your heart's wrestling, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're just weighed down by the exhaustion of the day. And, of course. And everything that's coming, you know. So you just get up, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm just, <laughs> you know. And that's normal. I don't it think anyone is. should be like, I only read if I want to read. And you'll never read that. You'll never read, because faith comes by hearing. And what we need to do our Christian life is faith. So how do we get it? Well, we have to read. So the Bible reading is the one thing that we can do that's external to us that doesn't have to be prompted per se from yeah, no. the desire of the heart. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. we come to the text of Scripture and we say, Lord, give me Christ. I need Jesus. Right? right? Yeah. I need to see his glory in my heart. And how do we do that? Well, by believing. So I read the Bible. <clears throat> yeah. And then I just ask myself, do I believe it? Yeah. So if a person says, it's not working for me. I read every day. It's right. not working for me. I would just ask them, are you believing what you're reading? Because that's really the issue, right? And if they're just if they're reading to just check the box, or if they're reading to just right. do the rote thing that they have, which to is do, a common error sin we fall common. into, yeah, yeah. Super common. and all of us do this. Yeah, if they're doing it for that, I would just encourage them: Are you believing what you're reading? Like, 
ask yourself that question. Am I believing the truths of what I'm reading here in the scripture? And if I am, <laughs> it changes me, yeah. right? True faith will always have that reality. Yeah. So I have to come to the text of scripture and ask myself, am I believing it? So we were talking in the last video that never got recorded because I never pushed play. But like my Bible was randomly open to John 19. I just opened it. Yeah. And it says in uh, verse 30, therefore when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. Yes. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Yes. There's a verse. So I read that for my quiet yeah. time. Yeah. What do I ask myself? Do I believe this truth that yeah. Jesus finished the work of sin? Yeah. You know? That all sin, all yep. debt canceled once and for all forever. Yep. Do I believe that? It is finished, that it truly is finished for me. Like, like I think so. <laughs> and at that moment, I'm like, well, I don't know if I believe it. And then that what's actually happening yeah, here is yeah. my mind is engaging with that truth, yeah. and I'm saying, it really is finished. I believe that reality. And I that's do. a miracle of the Spirit of, of God course. that I would believe that that's true. But I, but it is finished for me. All my sins are forgiven. I, that engages, and now I'm like... Changed. Whoa. Yeah. And my heart is full of joy. I can yeah. obey. All those things yeah. are coming out of me. Yeah, and it's a process. And like totally. we said in the other video, like it's not like always instantaneous and no, yeah. maximal no yeah <laughs> there's a process to it sometimes totally. or a lot of times it can totally. be limping faith yeah right absolutely. And so and we struggle to get it on and, yeah we yeah. struggle to, we struggle to get into that place of where we're course. truly walking in the spirit yeah but that's what I, we were saying before too i think that's where you have to get in front of truth right Any which way you can get anyway it. which way yeah. you can get it so you're reading your bible and you're like my heart's just not engaging mm. with this you get up you're gonna go to you're gonna go to work mm -hmm. you get in your car what do you turn on click play sports radio <laughs> no don't turn on the sports radio if you know your heart isn't joyful what do you turn on you, you, you need push, christ you push play yeah. on your esv bible reading app yeah. and you listen to it or you you get put a on sermon worship music or, or you murder, put on a yeah, sermon absolutely you need jesus we need this constantly right so that's yeah, why true. we why we do those things so it's true. not because we have to or because good Christians do that we do it because we need Christ and Christ is evident there and Christ is being made known to our hearts so we yeah. want to drink him so in good. as much as we can yeah. so that's like a practical thing you can do yeah totally yeah well, on your commute or yeah. if you're going on a run or whatever, whatever working out gardening yeah listen to truth listen get it into Christ. you listen to okay. listen to the word of God in some capacity because it'll convict and then it'll uh, comfort you but then it'll direct you yeah you into, into righteousness that's so, so helpful yeah. thank you yeah totally well hope that's helpful for you uh, talking about the word of God and obedience uh, if you have any questions you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org thanks so much thanks Jason you're welcome should we stop this video now I didn't I didn't even you talked so <laughs> I thank you <laughs> all right thanks so much